Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your favorite quarterback hater, Robert Mathis, and you're listening to the For the Culture Podcast. This is the For the Culture Podcast. I'm your host, Luke Diamond, with my man, Jason Spears. Something we really didn't want to have to talk about, but now I think we have to because it's hit home with the Colts. No Taylor tomorrow, no Buckner tomorrow, no Autry tomorrow. The Denver Broncos, their entire quarterback room is not playing tomorrow. They're going to have to start a wide receiver at quarterback. The Ravens had a ton of cases on Thursday, more cases since Thursday. That game got moved from Thanksgiving night. Then it got pushed to Sunday at 1 o'clock. Now it's going to be on Tuesday. Lamar Jackson also tested positive. So there's been a ton of cases. As cases have spiked across the country, they're also spiking in NFL locker rooms. And... Roger Goodell just dropped the ball, and he dropped the ball back in August, and we talked about different things he could have done, he could have implemented in his business, which is the NFL, and we're going to go over our five-point plan. If we were the commissioner of the NFL, what we would do starting on Sunday, what we would do to fix and to control issues with COVID-19 across the NFL moving forward. This is obviously an issue because they're not letting guys play. Even if they're asymptomatic, they're not letting them play. So if you're not letting them play, we have to get to a point where the virus just is not being spread across the NFL. And nobody had more time than Roger Goodell because when this hit in March, the NBA was playing, the NHL was playing, and the MLB was in spring training. The NFL had March, April, May, June, July, and August to get this figured out. We're sitting here now in November, heading into December, as the temperature is dropping, as immune systems are lowering. Roger Goodell has done absolutely nothing outside of canceling the preseason, which nobody even cares about. Season ticket holders were jumping for joy when they didn't have to pay this year for the two meaningless preseason games that are worked into the season ticket package. So outside of canceling the preseason, which nobody, and I mean nobody, cares about for the safety of the players and just to have this thing run as a well-oiled machine. He's going full steam ahead. That's his motto. That's what the NFL does. It's just full steam ahead. But then you end up losing big-time players. You lose big players on big teams who are playing in big games like the Colts. We lose our best defensive player. We lose our three-tech. We go out this year. We trade a first-round pick. We pay him all this money. He's made a huge difference for the Colts. We have what is seemingly an AFC South championship game today, and we're going to be down our best player on the defensive side of the football because the NFL hasn't done nearly enough. And then when you look at what he did do, like moving that Titans-Steelers game, why is he bending over backwards for the Tennessee Titans when you have the Broncos who have to play tomorrow with a wide receiver at quarterback or the Colts who are going to be down three starters or the Ravens who are going to have to be forced to play without their starting quarterback, the reigning MVP and Lamar Jackson. Why did the NFL bend over backwards for the Tennessee Titans? Was it just because it was the first one? Did Roger Goodell think the issue was just going to go away and everything was going to be fine the rest of the season? Why did the NFL move everything around and have the Steelers lose their bye week and have to move their bye week up? And why did they have the Buffalo Bills sitting there on a Sunday night, not knowing if they were going to play the Titans on a Tuesday or the Chiefs on a Thursday? Why did every other team need to suffer when the Tennessee Titans had their issues? And now when teams have issues, they're the team suffering, not their opponents. Roger Goodell has to get his, you know what, together because he's done an awful job and 
awful job as the commissioner on this one. And we talk about the referees. We talk about Thursday night football. We talk about player safety, which I think this could be classified under player safety. But he's dropped the ball time and time again. But what's the most frustrating about this is the inconsistencies, why the Titans were treated one way, everybody else was treated another way, why there was never a line drawn in the sand. How come we don't know what an outbreak is? Oh, the Titans had an outbreak. The Broncos, who lost their entire quarterback room, that's not an outbreak. The Ravens, that's not an outbreak. The Colts, that's not an outbreak. What is an outbreak? They never had this set in stone. They never wrote down, okay, if it's five cases, if it's seven cases, if it's ten cases, they just moved everything around for the Tennessee Titans. And now here we are in late November playing meaningful, impactful games with playoff implications, with divisions and wild cards on the line, with guys coaching careers and guys playing careers on the line because this is a performance-based business and now guys are going to be losing spots or losing jobs because of COVID. And it's all Goodell's fault because one team had everything moved around for them early in the year and only the other team suffered. When the Titans were running illegal practices at a local high school, the Bills and the Steelers suffered. Now when teams are doing everything the right way and following protocols and they have cases because somebody's girlfriend went on vacation, then came back and there was contact tracing, now that player and that team is going to suffer even if that team has followed the rules from the summer all the way up until now, throughout the offseason, throughout the season, to current day. And it's not fair because there was never a line drawn in the sand. There was never any consistency. And Roger Goodell, quite frankly, does not know what he's doing. And he had more time than any other commissioner in any other sport to get his shit together. When this hit in March, the NBA was in the middle of their season. The NHL was in the middle of their season. And the MLB was in the middle of spring training. All three leagues shut it down, got it together, and crowned champions. I believe the NFL will crown a champion, but... Boy, has it been an ugly ride to this point, and it's only going to get uglier when those tests come back at 5 o'clock in the morning. I expect some bad news across the league, and we've already had a ton of bad news up until this point around the league the past 24 hours, which is why we needed to put this emergency COVID NFL podcast up for you guys, and we're going to go over our five-point plan, which makes a lot more sense than what the NFL has done, which is nothing since canceling a couple meaningless preseason games back in August. Absolutely, Luke. And let me just say, I totally agree with you. The, the lack of consistency with everything with this league, whether it's officiating or how they deal with COVID outbreaks, it is just maddening to me. I, I don't know how you have all this time, all this money, and you don't, and you're not better prepared. And you can't be more consistent. And you can't, I mean, there, there's not a down-the-line way of handling these things. I just don't get it. It's very frustrating. As a fan of the league, uh, I've never been a big fan of Goodell. I don't think he gives a shit about the players, honestly. And that's just, that's from Jason Spears, not from Luke or anybody. That's my I opinion. Second I, it. I second it. He does not give a shit about the players. I second it. And, and it, it's ridiculous. So, I came up, well, Luke and I came up with a five-point plan, okay? Effective immediately. This is what we would do right now. Because I'm telling you right now, and I told Luke this off air and we talked about it, I think this is the tip of the iceberg. I think Sunday morning you're going to hear a shitload of more positive cases, not just with the Colts, but with every team across the league. And so I would immediately, step one, push the games back a week like it's a built-in buy and not even play this week. 
I would push. I would immediately do that. You look at the 49ers. You look at the, the Broncos. You look at the Colts. You look at the Steelers. You look at the Ravens. I mean, I can go on and on. They should just not play this week. The games should be pushed back. That's the first thing. The second thing is put all the teams in a hotel for the rest of the year, home and away. And they cannot have visitors, okay? No visitors, no family, no nothing for the rest of the year. Dallas has done that, and they've done a pretty damn good job of handling the COVID, better than anyone else as far as I know. Three, add a week at the end of the season, should it be needed for games, or even if it's not needed, a built-in buy again for, for teams to get healthy before the playoffs. So you add that extra week in, so, you know, whatever needs to be done gives you flexibility. Step four, Allow opt-outs at any time. So if a guy's like, I don't want to deal with this anymore, I want to be with my family, they can walk away at any time. That should be step four. And then step five, which we all know is never going to happen, but I would do this immediately for flexibility again and, and just giving everyone an even playing field. Eliminate Thursday night football for the rest of the season. Just get rid of it. It's not good for anybody, especially during a pandemic. Just play the games on Sunday and Monday. And that's it. And if you have to move games around, then you have more flexibility to do it. I think if we do these five, if Goodell did these five things right now, the season would be a lot easier played than I think it's going to end up being. The steamroll effect, the I'm going to steamroll through right through a pandemic, it's not working. And it's not going to work the rest of the year. So he needs to adapt. Do I think he'll do it? Absolutely not. This guy has shown the flexibility of somebody in a wheelchair. So I don't think this, that this is going to happen, but I think if they did these things, it would absolutely be a positive for a league, a positive for the players, and a positive for the season. So that's what Luke and I came up with. And in the comments section, guys, we would love to hear your opinion on our ideas and what your ideas would be to really stem this pandemic as far as the league goes so we can have a finish and a great finish to this NFL season. Yeah, and like you just said, Jason, is the NFL going to do any of these things in the five-point plan? No. But one thing that each team individually could do, and I would love to see our Colts do, is key number two, put all these teams in hotels. You could put yourself in a hotel. The Cowboys did it, like you just alluded to. Why don't the Colts do that? Like each team individually should say, okay, at least playoff teams, we have a shot at the playoffs. Okay, this isn't September 1st. This is, we're almost in the month of December now. We have about four weeks left. Let's put our guys in hotels. Let's limit the tracing. When you look at Jonathan Taylor, that's the issue. It's outside tracing and then bringing it back in. So each team should say, listen, we have six weeks left or whatever it is of the regular season. We've played 10 games. We have six games left. Let's board it up. Let's stick everybody in a hotel room and let's create our own mini bubble because Roger Goodell is not going to get it done. We know at this point he's incompetent. He's not going to get it done. And I look at it like an injury. Let's look at it like an, is an ankle injury spreadable. Is it an airborne? You know, No, it's not. But let's just say for argument's sake, if you could put your team, your entire roster in a hotel for the next six weeks to eliminate ankle injuries and ACLs and knee injuries and shoulder, wouldn't you do that? If you could, so this is just one of like, we look at this weekend, we're missing five starters. Three of them are for COVID. So COVID's hitting us harder right now than ankle injuries or shoulder injuries or hand injuries or concussions. So you have an opportunity to put your team up in a hotel and that could eliminate one huge chunk, three, 
fifths of our starters who are going to miss this week. So I think each team, without Roger Goodell, who's an absolute clown, every team could go about their business their own way, and they could fix that. So that's one key that I'm not even going to say, like Goodell should put it in place 100%, but that's something each team could say, I'm going to do what Dallas is doing, and I'm going to protect my team and keep my team healthy by putting them up in a hotel. Yeah, that's a great point, and uh, I'm all for that. I would hope the Colts would really consider this. I haven't heard anything like that, but I would hope that they're really, really considering this because this really could screw up our season. I mean, at this point, we've gotten this far. We're 7-3. and three. We just need to get through these six games. And the best way to do it, honestly, is putting people, putting our entire team in hotels. Coaches, too, because Bubba Ventrone got it. Yep. Um, and so everybody. It's got to be – it's not just a player thing. It's everybody. So I think out of all the five things that we listed here, that one is the most doable, and that one is probably the most important. So I absolutely agree with you 100% wholeheartedly, Luke, that the Colts should really, really take this out of his hand and do it as an organization just like Dallas did. Because does it mean we're not – does it mean somebody's not going to get COVID? No, but it's certainly the, – the chances are way, 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 way lower if you're in the same spot the last six weeks and you have no visitors. I mean, it's super low. So that's the one that if I had to pick one – that gets done because I think that could really help everybody. I think all teams should do it, not just the Colts, for the league, for the benefit of the league. Because you like like we said, Goodell's useless. All he cares about is money, so he's not going to do anything. But I think the team can do this, and I hope they will, because I think it will save the season. The teams, I should say plural, will do this so that we can have a full season and have a champ and have it be legit and not have – you know, our stupid commissioner trying to just power through a pandemic that's ravaging the United States. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And what I will say about Roger Goodell, my favorite part of Goodell is with Roger Goodell, the show always goes on. But the frustrating part is the show can go on here in a much more efficient, safer manner where all the players are healthy. Because at this point, if you're going to go full steam ahead, I'd rather you not test. I'd rather the asymptomatic players just play in the games. If yep. you're going to test and you're going to test frequently and you're going to make asymptomatic players sit out one, maybe two weeks a clip, then at that point, why aren't you caring about the spread? Why aren't you caring about players catching it, even if they're not showing symptoms? At that point, you have to do a better job eliminating the spread. So you have to put them in hotels, and then you have to have wiggle room. If you're going to make – and why are you making some teams play and other teams not play? I don't understand the logic behind early in the season – canceling a game for the like did he really think when he canceled that Titans game or postponed that Titans game and took away a bye from the Pittsburgh Steelers did Goodell in the NFL really not think that there would be other issues down the road like I think that Goodell looked at the MLB and the issues that the Cardinal there's a couple teams in the I think the Marlins the Cardinals maybe one other team early in the MLB season had an issue after that it was smooth sailing for the MLB pretty much up until Turner caught it in the eighth inning of the final game of the World Series the MLB got very fortunate how it just kind of went away but it was 80, 90, 100 degrees when the MLB was playing so the virus isn't going to spread now it's getting cold out 
and you have bigger rosters, you have more contact, of course there's going to be more issues in the NFL. When you have more players, more coaches, more trainers, more contact, fans at the game, like there's everything you could go through, there's more in the NFL. And then on top of it, you're going to play games in the snow, so immune systems are going to be lower. The spread is going to be higher. This is all just common sense logic and reasoning that Goodell obviously didn't go through. So from the jump, there should have been a Week 18. I don't understand why a Week 18 was so frowned upon by the NFL. If you tell the other playoff teams to wait a week, they're all going to jump for joy. Nobody wants to play right away. After you play 16 games in 17 weeks, you want a week off. Teams want the extra rest. So nobody's going to complain if they get an extra week of rest, week 18, week 19, and they don't have to play for another week or two. They're going to love that. So I don't understand why Roger Goodell frowned upon that week 18 idea back in August. And here we are now. It makes more sense than ever. Just implement it right now. Push everything back and say, okay, instead of starting the playoffs on this date, we're going to have week 18 on this date. And then guess what? Roger Goodell, who loves prime time and money and all this stuff, you get more eyeballs on the games. It's almost like another week of playoffs because the only games you're going to play week 18 would be meaningful games. Like Col- like, could you imagine a playing game for the AFC South champion between the Colts and Titans move to week 18 and that instead of a 1 o'clock game this week that nobody's going to watch, it becomes a primetime game week 18? All eyes will be on that game. You just created maybe your best-rated regular season game of the entire season plus with the teams at hotels – they're all going to be healthy. So you're going to get Buckner. You're going to get Taylor. You're going to get Autry. You're going to get whoever on the Titans is missing this. You're going to get all those guys. And that's what you should want as the NFL. And guess what? None of those teams in the playoffs, the Steelers, the Chiefs, none of them are going to complain about an extra week of rest. And then the Steelers with the one seed, they're not going to complain that they have two weeks of rest. They're going to love that extra rest. Everybody will be happy. That's what's so mind-blowing about this. Like, I understand how... Goodell wants to keep and why he wants to keep Thursday night football. That makes sense to me. It's money. I get it. It's another primetime game per week. I would do the double Monday night. I think that makes more sense, but whatever. I understand the reasoning behind why he likes in a normal year Thursday night football. Every solution we have to COVID, to me, makes so much sense for all parties, for fans, for players, for safety, for coaches, for trainers, for GMs, for presidents, for owners, for the commissioner himself, for the NFL, for the advertisements. I think everybody would be satisfied with a week 18, potentially a week 19, if need be. I think all parties are satisfied and happy and happier than they are now. So this isn't like, okay, we need to... We need to implement this, and I know some people aren't going to be happy. No, I think everybody's going to be happy about it. So that's what really is so mind-blowing about this and why Goodell's so inept. This would make your product better. How does he not understand that? I think everybody would be on Like, if you did a vote, I think everybody would be on board. I under, Dude, I mean, you just hit that out of the park. I can't say it any better. I, I mean, his absolute inability to be flexible when it comes to anything I mean, he is the most inflexible owner by far, and Manfred is just useless in baseball. Baseball, but he's not even this inflexible. I mean, he—I mean, Goodell is so—he just—he will not change. He doesn't adjust. He doesn't have any forward thinking at all. And it doesn't take a rocket scientist. It's not—I mean, it's—it's it's, Luke and I aren't rocket scientists. This is 
This is common sense. So, I mean, for me, this is this is the last thing I'll say about it. I think the next seven days are huge for this league. I think determinations and decisions have to be made for the betterment of the for the for the safety and health of the players, the league, the betterment of the league. I think he's got to make some difficult decisions that I'm sure he doesn't want to make, but he needs to make. And I think in the next seven days, we're going to find out how he's going to handle this. Is he just going to do you know full steam ahead, rearranging games, or is he actually going to come to the conclusion that listen, we've got to take a week off, chill out, add a week 18, give these guys some options. The opt out is available. Like just think outside the Goodell two-inch box that he seems to live in and hopefully that's what will happen he'll get outside that he'll listen to people who i'm sure are trying to tell him listen we need to pause this for a second get a grip on it and then move on get get a plan in place get protocols in place then move on not try to power through it i mean at this point the broncos are gonna have to play tomorrow with no quarterback which is ridiculous you can make excuses or say it's their own fault, whatever, whatever. I blame the NFL. I blame Goodell for all of this because he didn't think ahead. He wasn't prepared. He had all that time. He didn't do shit. That's his fault. And so now we have to live with that. The players have to live with that. But here's the thing that Luke mentioned. It can all change at the, at the drop of a hat. He just needs to make some adjustments that we've spoken about in this podcast it's very frustrating, but I do believe the next seven days are going to tell us a lot about what direction we're going to go here with Goodell. Yeah, and I hate when people are like, well, Goodell makes the NFL money. I can make the NFL money. You can make the NFL. Couldn't anybody make the NFL money? The product sells itself. You're the commissioner of the National Football League. The sport sells itself. Roger Goodell is outselling snowblowers while everybody else is selling shovels for the same price. If you could get a snowblower for the same price as a shovel, nobody in their right mind would buy the shovel because the snowblower does all the work for you. He's selling the superior product. Manfred and Silver and all these other commissioners, they're selling inferior products to Roger Goodell. Goodell has the easiest job in the world and he makes $40 million. I'll take one mil. I'll take two hundred thousand to do his job. Give me two hundred thousand dollars a year, and not only will I do his job, I'll do a better job. Because every solution I have, and you have, and most fans—I'm not saying I'm a genius. I'm saying most fans, the ideas we have, the adjustments we have for officiating better than what Goodell is doing for Thursday night football better than what Goodell is doing for player safety in general and concussions better than what Goodell is doing. And then for COVID better than what Goodell is doing. He's an awful commissioner. He does an awful job. He's an absolute clown. He's a buffoon and he's making $40 million a year because he quote unquote makes the NFL a lot of money. I can make just as much, if not more money for the NFL than Roger Goodell. And I don't think I'm a, I didn't graduate. I didn't even go to college and I could do a better job than Roger Goodell. Who's what a lawyer. Big whoop. He's an awful, awful commissioner. Yeah, well, the last, you know, one other thing I want to mention that you talked about the commissioners of the other sports. They had less time to work with. Now, granted, it's not a, their games aren't physical like the NFL, but they all handled it better. They all handled it better, and he he's getting paid all this money, and he is absolutely abhorrent at his job. He's awful at it. He gets paid forty million dollars to be the worst commissioner of the easiest sport to be a commissioner of. It's ridiculous, man. I'm tired of it. I don't know when his contract is up, 
but I cannot wait until there's a new commissioner because this guy, he, he's about as forward-thinking as somebody from the 1940s. It's ridiculous. I'm fed up. I want to see this season play out for everybody, the fans, the players, the coaches, but I want to see it done in a healthy, safe way. And he's got the ability to do this and institute this stuff. He's just got to do it, get off his high horse, and do the right thing for these players. That's the bottom line. Show you give a shit, just a little tiny bit of a shit, about the players. That's all we're asking. That's all we're asking. Yeah, because when you look at the other sports, this hit in the middle, this hit right before an Oklahoma City Thunder game in the NBA when the Thunder were playing the Jazz and Rudy Gobert tested positive right before the game. We didn't even know anything about COVID at this time. This was very early in the process. Back in March, we canceled March Madness. The NBA is able to get a bubble together, bring all their players down. And I understand that it's a lot easier because you have a smaller roster size. You have less players, less coaches, less everything in the NBA. I'm not saying that Roger Goodell should have been able to set up a bubble or regional bubbles or anything like that, even though he could have, and he had plenty of time to do so. I'm not saying he even needed to go as far as creating a bubble. But when you look at the NBA, the NBA had COVID hit during the season and they were able to get through it. They were able to pause the season and adjust and go down to Orlando and create the bubble. It hit and Rob Manfred is an awful, awful commissioner COVID hit during spring training. They shut everything down. They canceled 100 games per team, 102 games per team. They got it together. They had a season. They had a COVID outbreak in the beginning. They were able to work through it. They were able to postpone stuff, make it to the end of the season. They crowned a World Series champion in the Dodgers. NHL, same thing as the NBA, pretty much exact same timeline as the NBA. And all those commissioners and all those leagues, they all crowned champions. They didn't have any problems. The NBA and the NHL had zero cases, as you would expect, because they were isolated in their bubbles. And here we are with Roger Goodell, who had March, April, May, June, July, and August. He had half a year to figure this out. He had all the time in the world to figure this out. And he was just full steam ahead from March to now. And look at where we are. You have the Broncos with no quarterbacks this weekend. You have the Colts and other teams with multiple cases. But early in the year, had no trouble bending over backwards for the Tennessee Titans. Now, ironically, we play the Tennessee Titans tomorrow at 1 o'clock. And the Titans are pretty healthy, I think, in terms of COVID. And the Colts have all these cases. And this isn't even a Colt thing. I'm just, you know, as a Colt fan on a Colt podcast, that's always going to be the team on the front of my mind. But Roger Goodell... Top to bottom, all 32 teams have been screwed in one way or another. I guess 31 teams. The Titans got off pretty easy by Roger Goodell and by the NFL and by the hypocrisy and by the lack of consistency, especially when you have so many teams following the rules that are in place. And then the Titans were holding practices when they weren't supposed to be, when the facility was shut down at a local high school, and they actually got rewarded for it by getting their game postponed. And then another game moved. You had the Buffalo Bills the Sunday before playing the Titans on Tuesday. The Bills had no clue who they were going to play. They didn't know if they were going to play the Titans on Tuesday or the Chiefs on Thursday, and they didn't find out until, I think, Sunday night. That's not fair. And they're suffering because the Titans weren't following the rules. Now you have the Ravens, you have the Colts, you have all these teams and they're pretty much going to have to play through it because Goodell's not going to budge. And it's almost like you were better off being the team to get it in the first place. You were better off 
just getting your COVID out of the way in September because if you weren't following the rules then, you just got a slap on the wrist. Now, it could cost the team the playoffs. Yeah, the NFL is definitely dropping the ball on this, and Goodell said he's a joke. I mean, that's the bottom line, and it's it's embarrassing uh, the way that they've handled this. Like you mentioned Tennessee, I mean that's ridiculous. I mean you look at you look at the hypocrisy of the league. It, it, it's it's Gruden gets fined at a mil, I don't I don't know how much it was, but he gets fined a ton for not wearing his mask perfectly for the entire game, and they lose a draft pick. Tennessee does all this stuff, and they don't. Not only do they not get in any trouble. They get rewarded. I mean, that's all you need to know about Goodell. That's it, right there. That's it. And I'm just fed up. I, I mean, in the off season, we lay into him constantly for the way that he clearly doesn't care about players. I'm never going to get off of that. I hate the way he treats players like they're just meat. They don't mean anything. Uh, the next commissioner has to have some level of empathy and understanding of what football is about. And how hard of a game and physical of a game it is to play. And that's not even in a pandemic. That's just in a regular year. So uh, now you throw a pandemic in. I mean, this is, this, this is like a worst-case scenario cocktail for a Roger Goodell commissioner league, honestly. Because he is just – I mean, I, he's the worst commissioner the NFL's had since I've been alive. And there, we, I mean, there, there's people that had issues with Roselle and Tagliabue, a lot of issues. But I, they were never this bad. Never this bad. I totally agree, Jason. And we will see what happens tomorrow. Tests for all the teams come back at 5 a.m. So stuff might hit the fan tomorrow. We'll see what happens. We'll see if the NFL decides to adjust which wide receiver is going to be playing quarterback for the Broncos tomorrow or running back or whoever is going to be playing quarterback for the Broncos in that game. It's a disaster. It's, a, it's an absolute disaster. But I feel the worst for the playoff teams. You have teams playing games with meaningful playoff implications on the line. The Broncos aren't one of those teams, but you have other teams that are playing for the playoffs. Guys' jobs are on the line, and the NFL continues to drop the ball time and time again. So I'm pissed. I'm irritated only because the solutions are so obvious. Like I think politically, like in the country, I think it's a lot more difficult to govern a pandemic but in terms of the nfl as a league and a business that literally saw other models play out so much better than theirs in the nba and the mlb and the nhl and then to just drop the ball the way they have it's insane because you can't put like an entire town or entire city or state in a bubble the town just doesn't have the resources to completely isolate and then people are going to want to leave and go out of state and go out of town and you can't you can't just lock people in their houses as a private business you could create a bubble-like atmosphere and we saw that in the nba to an extreme extent where they went down to orlando and then we saw it in the mlb in the playoffs on a smaller scale team by team in individual hotels and it worked out for both and the NFL could definitely go the baseball route. They could have individual bubbles. You could have 32 bubbles for the 32 teams. And I think that we would get through these final six weeks much healthier than we are. And I mean, right now, like, let me also say this. The NFL will get through this. They will have a Super Bowl. They will crown a champion. But I, for one, do not want to see an AFC championship game 
without Patrick Mahomes if the Chiefs are playing. If we have Chiefs Steelers or Chiefs whoever, I don't want to watch that game without Patrick Mahomes. And if Patrick Mahomes is at home and his super annoying fiance comes home with her screaming and all that annoying crap she does, or his brother, or his dad, or anybody, and they have the virus, and now all of a sudden he tests positive, and we lose Patrick Mahomes for an AFC championship, that's going to suck. You have them up in a hotel, now we guarantee the health to Patrick Mahomes and to the top stars in this league. Because it's not like if you're a star, you can't catch it. Anybody could catch it. We know DeForest Buckner just caught it. He's the best player on this defense. Lamar Jackson just caught it. He's the reigning MVP. So anybody could catch it. The virus doesn't care who you are. They don't care what numbers you put up. They don't care what team you play for. The virus is the virus. So the NFL completely dropped the ball. They had business models to look at. You could have looked at the NBA. You could have looked at the MLB, which is the one I would have looked at because the MLB didn't go into a complete bubble. But then at the end of the season, they did go into the team-by-team bubble, and that's what the NFL should do right now because of the timeline. But just very disappointed, Jason, very disappointed. And we've been going at this for a long time, whether it be officiating or Thursday Night Football or whatever. We've had a, a thousand issues with Goodell. But this one, this one hits home a little bit different because it's just so freaking obvious as we all base. We were basically watching him make this mistake in August. It's like watching a guy make like just go through a red light and you know he's going to crash into another car and you're screaming into your windshield for him to stop, but he can't hear you. And then you have a head-on collision and you watch that collision right in the middle of a four-way intersection while you were stopped next to him at the red light. And you know he should stop, but he doesn't stop. And it's that's basically what we watched play out with the NFL. And Silver and Manfred and all these other commissioners have to be looking at Goodell and laughing like, wow, you had five times the amount of time we had to get your shit together and you weren't able to do it and we were able to do it and here we are yeah man this is not been a great it's not been a fun podcast to do for our fans as far as you guys listening you know we really didn't want to ever have to do this show but i mean at some point enough is enough we had to speak up and say this is ridiculous i mean the whole thing is ridiculous I just hope and pray that somebody gets in his in his ear and just gets him to understand that this he can still come out smelling like a rose if he just makes a couple of adjustments. They're not that difficult. In our season could be great, could be better than all the other seasons because it's the NFL. We have the best product, the best league in the in the world, man. So I'm I'm frustrated. Luke and I weren't going to do a podcast, but we're so frustrated with seeing all this information come out, not only about the Colts, but the Broncos and the Bravens and now some of the steel, it just, it's never ending. So something needed to be said and we wanted to say it. And I know the world is crazy right now. And the last thing you want to hear about is, is the stuff that's going on outside your house or whatever. This is usually your getaway for it, but we just had to step up and say something because enough is enough, man. Enough is enough. Yeah, we didn't want to have to talk about this. And football is supposed to be the great distraction. It's supposed to distract us from real-world problems. But the problem here is the real world and the football world collide. And you have players contracting and coaches and trainers and all these guys within these organizations contracting the same virus 
that is this current global worldwide pandemic that we're currently dealing with. But if the games do not get postponed, it's game day. So let's enjoy it. Let's go out there and let's hope that a Colts team, even a depleted Colts team, is able to go out, play a good game, and beat the Tennessee Titans. It's crazy that we actually have a game later today because it doesn't feel like it. But that's my man, Jason Spears. I'm your host, Luke Diamond. Enjoy the Colts-Titans game later today. We will be back tonight to wrap it up right here on the For the Culture Podcast.